Hey everyone, it's Andy. Huge content warning up front for this episode. Most of the time we talk about Neon Genesis Evangelion, the last episodes of the series, and they're um, full of tough things to talk about, as well as definitely things that are not appropriate for young listeners. So so just a quick heads up in case there's some issues you'd rather not be listening to. Uh, you can look up some of the themes of the latter episodes of this show. Hopefully you've watched them in advance because there's lots of spoilers as well. Welcome back to Winging It, a podcast about chicken wings and Evangelion. Yes. You know, this is the subpod where we talk about Japanese anime while eating different chicken wings. Give me those flats. Flats. Mm. Um, can you call it a wing, though? And like, because I would always expect it to be a drumette. To continue our discussion from last episode, by the way, this is we well. It's <laughs> it's it's three parts, right? You have the the tip, the flat, and the drumette. They're the three parts, the three segments of the wing. But the flat is the actual wing, wing, right? Like the, well, I guess the tip is also part of the wing, wing. No, yeah. all three, all three of them are part of the wing. Like if you if you take a chicken apart, it's got three pieces in the wing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. All right. Welcome back. This is We Were Gamers episode one hundred seventy five. <sighs> We've been doing some Evangelion, <laughs> Neon Genesis, Evangelion watch oh, yeah. through the past couple weeks. Before we get started, congratulations to the San Francisco Shock on creating in the second season of Overwatch the most boring finals I've ever watched of any esport. Oh no. They, Dang, that is they, condemnation right there. I mean, they kind of, in the last section, I didn't watch all the games, but I kind of, like, read the recaps and stuff, because I'm somewhat interested in seeing that eSport grow, right? Blizzard's pretty invested in that kind of thing. Bud Light is, like, super invested in it. People are paying millions to license teams. It's a deal. Something I want to keep my eye on as a... Are you worried about the eSports bubble economy? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, last year was my dudes from London the spitfire they won and it was a cool match man there was like it was like i don't remember the final score but it was close the finals were interesting the playoffs were interesting they came back from like the edge people didn't think it was possible because they had a really bad late end of the season but the shock just kind of walked over everybody for the last couple months they walked over everybody in the finals in the playoffs everywhere and they four-0'd in the finals and it was never close (laughs) Yeah, it's boring. It happens. I mean, it happens in every sport. You know, there are Super Bowls. Sorry, Michael, but there are Super Bowls where your team just doesn't show up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that describes... No, not every Super Bowl the Panthers have been in, but... (laughs) But but it happens in a lot of Super Bowls. The Rams did it last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there are more more blowouts than great games in Super Bowls lately. mm Mm-hmm. So... That happened. The shocker, the second second champions. That's a thing. 
Anybody mm-hmm. have any news this week? I have I have something. Uh, I, I felt like it was a light week. Really? Uh, yeah. I, you know, it's that time of year where maybe the biggest news is that by Christmas we'll have a Switch stylus. Oh, wait, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I totally <laughs> missed this. That's the, that's the biggest that's news good. of the week, though. <laughs> yeah, in Japan, they're releasing a Nintendo-branded uh, stylus for the Switch, so one would hope. Now, hold on, maybe not here by Christmas, but hope hope by Christmas. I mean, I guess you could import one by you Christmas. You could. I just don't get yeah. why we don't get the same stuff as EU and Japan get. Like, what is it about us that we don't want a steel book that looks like a Game Boy that has The Legend of Zelda on it for our version of Link to the Past or whatever? I mean, that's a really good question because I got the current version and I wish that I had that one. Right? The steel book. What yeah. is it about? Oh, what is it about us that says, I want the pro controller with a bad design on it for my version of Smash Brothers instead of the GameCube and GameCube adapter like every person that plays Smash wants? Like EU got. What is it about me that says I don't want a stylus for my Switch because I live in America? Come on. The Wii U shipped with one. It should have had one to begin with. But, hey, good news is good news, right? Yeah, I mean, hey. Yeah. It'll help your Mario Maker. Yes, actually. A stylus would be very convenient for that. You mean like they got in the UK? (laughs) Damn. My heart. (laughs) Why do you twist it so? (laughs) Oh, well, that's about it. That's the news. And speaking of twisted hearts, it's time. I was going to say twisting a knife into your heart. That's a good transition. That is. I mean, it literally happened. Spoilers. (laughs) Well, guys. uh, Yeah. Let's just go ahead and say spoilers for up to episode 26 of Evangelion. Uh, No, we're not going to talk about End of Ava here. So, you know. Not no, the movie, no. which is called Emba, End of Ava, right? The movie is End, called End of Ava? The movie is called End of Evangelion, and it composes of two extra-long additional episodes of the show, which you are not seeing here. Hold on. So, the movie... Yes. Is it a continuation of the... Like... I can't answer I, questions about what the movie is or how it takes place without you watching it, because it gives things away. But the way that this ends... God. Yes. Uh, it's it's two it's two shows. It is a 24 episode show and a two episode show. Is it though? Is it is it, it is doesn't it? Yes. Is it? Because it doesn't feel over. It didn't feel over to me. It felt like maybe there was a planned separate ending or this wasn't the planned ending. I don't know. Hey, before before we get into the episode, so you can't answer no, I can't tell you stuff question. about what happens in the movie, or I'm going to give you massive spoilers for the movie. Okay. Before we get into these episodes, we haven't talked anything about the... We're not Evangelion experts. If you haven't guessed from the last four episodes <laughs> yeah. I was talking yeah. about this show, this is JJ, who knew the show beforehand and has now rewatched it, so he has a little bit more of a bead on what matters and what doesn't maybe but um maybe the the outside part of it is what we're missing some of we're not japanese we don't we've never lived in japan for an extended period of time 
so there's we're missing some stuff outside this that probably informs some of this stuff in the show yeah. uh, and i think there's also a lot of personal like trauma and like depression and stuff that you can bring into this and read into this text here yeah that there's definitely maybe we don't have enough experience with it in order to you know, give that kind of a take on it. There either appears to be very deep or very light understanding of Freud and Jung. Oh yeah, you know, it, I would, I would argue light, but you know, we can have that discussion. <laughs> it could be deep, it could be light. It depends on your understanding of Freud and Jung. And I feel like someone handed this guy the one hundred and one textbook, and he was like, his mind was blown. You mean <laughs> like Terrence Howard? Ooh, another good callback. Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah last week was good um okay uh, let's set the stage for a second though did you guys know when this came out originally it was like the nine, initial 90, 90 late 90s 90 okay so japan at the time is in a bad way then overall right like around japan they have a catastrophic uh, lost decade basically happening where they have a bubble of prices in the 1980s. It all comes crashing down in early 1990 and to this day almost has not recovered itself. So that is very fresh, I think, in some of the understanding of this. I think maybe the and apocalypticness th of it. Absolutely. Uh, and I think I alluded to early on, but the creator has said that basically this show has a like extremely deep connection with him personally, the stuff he was going through at the time and his like very, very pronounced depression that he was in during the course of creating this. So yeah, I would you... go ahead, Michael. I was just going to say we get, we get a lot of that in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, before Oof. we delve into the last two episodes, uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about all the plot. Can you <laughs> okay. Can you answer for me what the... Because I, I looked up some theory stuff, not of, like, theories yeah. about what's happening, but theory of the things that we saw. Like, mm -hmm. what does it mean and stuff. And some people were, were referencing, and I didn't read these parts because I assume it's, like, a re-release, but what is Rebuild... Yeah, so Rebuild is a thing that was put out, I think, uh, in the interim between the time when the anime ended and the uh, the end of Evangelion movie came out. I think that's what that's about. Okay. There are there is also a new series of Evangelion movies that are have been coming out in Japan for several years now, telling the entire story over again from the beginning in but, theory with like a bigger budget but clearer and, this time <laughs> and, and time in order to actually tell the story uh, uh so okay maybe that's maybe that's rebuild it could be i'm not exactly sure i haven't seen any of those new movies um three of them are out i think or okay. two of them are, two and a half three something like that all right and there is another one coming out this year or next year something like that copy that all right michael Take us through some of these early episodes, man. All right. Um, early so, late episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Th things move fast immediately. Yeah. yeah. So we get uh, 
21. That's where we're, we're picking this up, right? Right. Is it, is and, it really that far back? It doesn't, I can't. It yeah. was. Yep. Yeah. So this is where we start to get some of the backstory um, behind the start of Nerve. Right. And uh, you guys were very hesitant when I wanted to cut you off here, but this was why. Because this yeah. episode is kind of like the whole backstory of Nerve and Gendo and Yui and Futsuki and all those guys. And the backstory comes around because what? Uh, Kaji is kidnapped. Mis- Misato. Right. Everybody gets kind of what? Maybe like come up. Oh, we s- mm. We see a lot of stuff happening here, though. Like, yeah, but it the, reveals a bunch of things. Everyone starts to think about their histories, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. The, the current events eventually tie back into a right. lot of this stuff, so we need yeah, to know the, it. And this, this is, is the adult adults flashback episode. There's some big right. reveals in there too. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Michael. Uh, yeah. So we get the uh, as part of Fuyutsuki's kidnapping and interrogation. Um, he talks about how he first met um Gendo, whose last name was not Ikari. Twist. Hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and introduced basically introduced him. I believe it was to Yui. Right. Whose last Yui name was, was a- Ikari. <laughs> Yui was Gendo or uh, Fiyutsuki's like promising postdoc or something like that. Is it assumed assumed here that Yui is like rich and or what uh, of a high social status? It seems to me, maybe she seems I I got the sense that she was kind of like a rock star in academia. Okay. the the way I saw it was that she was very well connected. She like knew a lot of important people. She's important and Gendo is not. She has connections and he doesn't, right? Yeah, he's effectively yes. well. He's even a, he's a criminal, right? He gets arrested uh, or something. He's he's kind of made himself infamous in Got certain it. circles. Okay. Is, is I think how I read that. Okay, okay. And uh, Fiyutsuki is then being interrogated by the seal Sele Zela Zela Zela, Sele, Zela. It's yeah. all over the place on who says what, I think. <laughs> the giant black monolith, guys. Yeah, what yeah. is the deal with that? And some people can see that, this is a spoiler for later, but some people just see them random places. They can make themselves seen selectively. Something. You, you maybe missed an important thing there about that last thing you're talking about, but yeah, in specific. Did I... Uh, Maybe I don't know. We'll see when we talk about it. Did I, or or is it only because the one one guy could see them wherever he went? Uh, yes. Okay, got it. Okay, okay. So that they're interrogating uh, him, and he starts talking about Yui and them, and then what was next? Um, well, it starts filling in everybody's backstories, right? Yeah, basically, you find out that Ava's are also. You, we the the theory that we've always known, right? That Avas are also they call them gods, but it essentially means they're angels, right? They're like artificially made angels. Yeah, yeah. which is, just confirms what we already knew. Um, the we re see the second impact again and again. According to my earlier theory that you debunked, Gendo was magically not there. Oh yeah, he definitely was magically not there. Mm-hmm. 
intentionally intentionally <laughs> yeah. yeah and then it gets it gets quick here and we get the history and cliff notes of like things they've discovered as what was the op- they called it something else other than nerve before it was nerve uh, yeah because it got the name disbanded. was was uh i'm looking at a summary uh garen yeah G- garen it's a uh, uh, german yeah. word and it means brain uh that helps yeah. that helps yep. some info because they were worried about the Magi more than anything at that point, right? Uh, the Magi were under development, for yeah. sure, yeah. That yep. makes some sense. Uh, the Geofront was built by angels. Yeah. Yeah, and it was actually the second one. They had found the first one in the Antarctic. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we basically get confirmation that Ray is totally a clone of probably Yui. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, you all- we we get the idea that she is a clone, right? Like, there's more to it, obviously, later, but it's basically revealed she's some sort of a non-biological entity. Yes. They don't tell you in 21 here. You don't see what's happening, but you eventually do see that, yeah, there's cloning happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we meet... Uh, Risato's mother? Ritsuko's mother? Ritsuko's mother. Ritsuko's mother. You meet, greet, and say goodbye to all in one episode? That was quick. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, it's a pretty quick thing that you see Gendo, like, after his wife is dead, Gendo is now fooling around with uh, Naoko, who is Ritsuko's mother, while she's building the Magi. Yep. And then, eventually, she encounters... uh, Ray, like very young child Ray. This is where we find out that Ray is replaceable, quote unquote, and she in theory kills Ray. I mean, not in theory. And <laughs> she then, strangles her fact, and then yeah. kills herself. And, yeah. and then in fact commits suicide. Yeah. yeah. Or uh yeah, dies. I guess by suicide. uh sorry if you didn't see that one. Well, you've watched the episode, so yeah. content warning for everything. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of content warning okay. for the rest of this. Just sorry for All anyone right. who triggered by that stuff. And then Kaji pulls off the double, 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 double cross. Right. To <laughs> yeah. Once he's released by Zila and then gets shot off screen. Well, he gets shot on screen, but you never see who shot him. Well, right, they, yeah. they end the episode and he goes black and then you you hear him get shot. Right? Uh, yeah. Uh, which for one episode, I thought, oh, maybe. And then... Misato proves that it's not true. Um, I mean, the you know, you kind of heard in the other one, Kaji say, like, oh, if you don't hear from me again, uh, right. this was in the last set of episodes, right? Yeah. That I'm it's gone. It's on his message, her message machine, yeah. And um, then she calls him and gets the message and then just cries now, at the end. Do we... Not a, Well, this is a spoiler for the end of the show. I don't think it's ever revealed who shot him. No, it's it is not. not. Uh, might be a spoiler for the movie, but probably not. I'm guessing it was Gendo, based on later evidence. Uh, yeah, it it is never revealed who exactly it is uh, that shot him, but it is definitely a uh, it pretty heavily implied that it was like, hey, he knew too much and had to be taken out kind of situation. Yeah. All right, so then we start, what do we start? We start three episodes of history class on our pilots, right? 
Uh, yep. We also, yeah, we also get some of the like young Misato, young Ritsuko, young Kaji stuff in here, just the like backstory. On I that. really feel like most of that is expendable. Yeah. Uh, and then twenty two is the, uh, Os- the Asuka, Asuka, uh, yeah, the start here. of her slide, crazy mom and shitty family. <laughs> oh gosh. Right. Literally, her mom is in the psych ward with the kid. They're staring at her, and the dad is hitting on another person. Uh, yep. It, what appears to be the doctor and or nurse or something like that. Yeah, he's a real piece of garbage. Uh, and you can and see the the mother uh, constantly not uh, really attached to that doll that is not thinking, Asuka. Yeah, thinking that it's her daughter. And I think that we also get. People, we get the the understanding. The sink rate is dropping on her unit. One's grounded. And we oh, I mean, th- like, sorry, there was one more important part. Like, the mother commits suicide, right? Oh yeah, but that yeah, yeah, that's yeah. revealed multiple with times the, with the doll, like intending yeah. to have killed both of them. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I was going to get to that in a minute. The first time we get that, though, I was going to get to that in a minute uh, because it does come back. It comes back around, but also it seems like. We're starting to see the pilots, all of them, even if they have, like, Shinji's good sync rate, right? Uh, they're all starting to sh- prove that they're pretty psychologically damaged. It uh, turns out these kids had really bad backstories, and this yeah. was a bad idea to start with, maybe? Also, so, they're only 14. <laughs> right. It, I started to yeah. wonder here if this was about, like, the whole show was about schizophrenia. Uh, I think there's a reading you could do that involves some of that, for sure. Sure, yeah. Because it seems like Shinji, especially Asuka, for sure, you know, she might even be revealed later to be like bipolar or multi personality. Um, uh, they don't explicitly say that in any of these episodes, for sure. Uh, but there is a lot of like, what does the unconscious know versus what does the conscious know, and like that id versus ego versus like psychology stuff going on not only here but like you know as we go throughout these episodes for before sure before we get yeah. to the plot of this which is kind of important what happens here for later i do have to say this show did something that i think is kind of despicable and is a what i understand to be maybe a cultural thing that might have gotten better in the last 20 years of japan uh but asuka's period is blamed for much of her problems here. Yeah, the treatment of women is pretty bad categorically it was kind throughout of, this show. It, this is an explicit episode of this show, I think. We, I'll probably yeah. put a warning at the front of this. But this is a pretty dog shit thing to do. <laughs> yeah. They literally have her lying in a bathtub that is empty, but the color of blood, and then the next scene is... Misato telling everybody that she's on her period, so that's why she might have low sync rates. And then you can kind of start to see other references to that in the show, and I think that that's just garbage. I have to say that out loud. Because it made me feel really uncomfortable about watching the rest of it, hoping that that wasn't going to be a theme going forward. But thankfully, I don't think they stuck with it after this episode. (laughs) Yeah, they certainly don't stick with that explanation for why Asuka has low sync rates. But it was bad. It was bad to begin with. 
There was a there's, there's, a, there's a lot of bad stuff. Going there's forward. a world. There's a world here where uh, the show focuses on in. A, you know that these are teens and they're going through teen things, and that is a teen thing, but is not handled the way that you would handle it if you were doing that story. I think, but we can move on to the plot of this episode since it's still uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, like I said, Unit One was grounded, right? And right, uh, an angel shows up the lo- the sixteenth angel, right? Yeah, this is the yes. the one that hangs out in space, right? No, this is 15. This is the 15th angel? This is the one that hangs out in space, though. Yeah. The 15th yeah, yeah. angel. It hangs out in space, and we get the effing hallelujah chorus. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. the uh, It projects the, the light of God as its attack here. As, right. yes. Some very I, subtle orchestrations. <laughs> I love... They're they're really going for subtlety here. (laughs) (laughs) I loved the minute that that kicked on. I really did. I will say this show has great music throughout. If questionable as the on-screen subject matter may be, their musical choices have been quite good all through. Uh, Gendo ungrounds Unit 1, or is it Unit 0 that throws the spear? I can't remember. No, it's Unit 0 that throws the spear in this one. Unit 0 takes the spear out of Adam... And throws the spear to the moon. <laughs> uh, well, the the point was they were going to shoot it with a laser rifle, right? Didn't it work. was out of range of the rifle. Right. And Asuka charged up anyway and decided to fire it despite them telling her not to. And then out of options after firing their one shot, I guess, because apparently they only ever get one shot with these things. Point oh two. Uh, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> Gando goes, okay, go get the, the Lance of Longinus from Terminal Dogma. Yeah. And again, the names are so cool, but so, so pointless. <laughs> I don't think they're entirely pointless. As I think that maybe the creators think they're pointless. There is a little um, bit there that you can read, but I don't know that the symbolism goes very deep. Maybe. We'll get to it at the end. The uh, the one cool thing I want to talk about as she throws the spear and, and destroys the angel is that the spear like turns into some kind of like sweet jet-powered... <laughs> Yeah, ants or something as it goes into space, folds and and then folds up to go through space, and then right, oh, so cool. And then enters the moon. It enters orbit around the moon. Yeah, (laughs) which maybe is important. I don't know. The spear has been treated as very important. Well, the moon actually ends up kind of being important. We find out later. I think. Um, Ray's episode comes up, and I I feel like it's pretty light. In terms of what to talk about with Ray, she just talks yeah. about not knowing who she is and all that. Um, this is the 16th Angel. Yes. And there's yes. no one that can beat it. So I don't think there's much important before she decides to nuke her Ava. So the the way the the Angel attacks her, it like tries to infect her, right? Right. Like, and then it, it tries it, to it, infect... Ikari too. Shinji. Shinji. A- and then the it kind of mimics the the thing that it's doing is it's kind of mimicking the emotion of the person that it's infected back at them. So the Ray conveys that she's lonely and the angel says that it's lonely and it kind of builds a bunch of shapes of previous angels as it's getting all gross. You can kind of see the other angels outlines in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, it takes 
uh, Unit 001, and you know now that it has sort of absorbed Ray, it starts mimicking Ray to Shinji. Uh, you know, kind of like reflecting Ray's maybe desire to be with Shinji or to his her love of him or something. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, probably not though. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It seems like something's going on there. Uh, and then, you know, she decides, well, no, no more of this, and then blows herself up. Yeah. Nukes, nukes the Ava. Bye-bye. She's replaceable, quote-unquote, again. Um, so there's only one more a- angel to go. My question here, and this is the beginning of when I start to think that maybe the show didn't understand what it wanted to do in a bad way. Why, if there's only one more angel, are we building tons and tons of Avas? Good question, Andrew. It's just not explained ever. Yeah, there are a whole bunch more, and the the board has some big plan. And they're hurrying they are, to build them. Yeah, they're about to put into motion. And this is why I felt like those last two episodes, like, Okay, maybe you could say the show built to this. That's fine. But this part here and kind of some of the next episode, what's the point? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I so I think that is a... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was you can go, you can go ahead. I was going to jump back into the storyline here. Sure. So, uh, so at the end of this episode, right, we get the... You know, this is the first time, like, you get an explicit cover-up where Ray is very clearly dead, and then all of a sudden is back. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she can't and remember then, anybody. And then says, I think I'm the third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And then we move on to four, or 24 here. Uh, well, well, no, there's before, way more before here. Before we do, there's yeah. the, so, uh, Gendo throws Ritsuko under the bus. And she's pissed. After, yeah, after the Ray has to self-destruct herself. Yeah. So this, she hold gets, on. This is, is part of this episode, yes. Yeah, this is yeah. twenty. This is the back half of 23. Half oh, of 23. you're right. You're yeah. right. I forgot. So she yeah, gets, I thought she that gets, was 24. Okay, yeah. She gets pissed after Whoa, she has yeah. to stand very uncomfortably naked in front of the monoliths. Yeah, Gendo's like, this is your fault, and sort of, instead of uh, going to bat for his subordinates, kind of throws them completely under the bus. Again, uh, shaming women for their uh, bodies. Yeah, yeah, not great. Uh, so she invites Shinji and lures Misato down to uh, Terminal Dogma. The Ava Graveyard. Yeah, yeah, and shows them sort of the the dark side of what's been going on. The the evil secret of the dummy system is that actually the dummy system is just Ray wired up to this thing. Ray clones. Ray clones, yeah. Yes. But but the most important part of the episode, Ray is not a clone. Well, she's She's a man. She's a manufactured vessel, right? She's an, she's an Ava. In theory, right? She she she's she's built, and we'll get into this more in the next episode. She's built to house the soul of maybe soul in quotes of an angel of Adam, right? Of Adam here, yeah. So she is in theory. If she can, if she is soulless and is put, and they put a soul in her, then she is an Ava. Uh, no. Hers isn't Adam. Hers is Lilith. Lilith. 
Oh, right. Yes. She is meant to be Lilith, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Which this is the first mention of Lilith. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Again, confirmed at the beginning of 24, Asuka's mom hanged herself. She remembers because Kaji is confirmed dead again. Uh, Just in case it wasn't clear enough to you that he was shot, he is super dead. Right. I wrote down here, and maybe you guys remember, and again, this is an explicit episode, so I wrote down here, Gendo is a shitbag. I think it's because he probably, we get confirmed here that he sleeps with Ritsuko. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is just the worst. Uh, Yeah, in fact, uh, in 24, or in 23, right? All of 23 is that, like, her, you know, her actions are because of... What we find out here. (laughs) What we find out here, which is, like, even more messed up thing, because now all the stuff that she was doing before, because it seemed like it was wrong and she was against it or whatever, actually turned out because now she's a spurned lover, which is, like, even crappier thing to do to a person. So, like, instead of, like, her, you know, having been a scientist and finally come to, you know, morality or something, no. She's just doing it to get back at Gendo. So, here's where we need to start about talking about children the fifth mm-hmm. children yes yes Kawa, Ka, kaworu kaworu n- yeah. nagisa kaworu. just like he says he's just like ray quote unquote mm-hmm. um children there's two parts of this that i want to m- talk about one if ray and kaworu are Definite, uh, whatever you want to call them, clones or Avas or, well, we'll talk about what he is in a minute. But if they're manufactured, right? Mm-hmm. Does that imply, because they keep saying the children and the way they translated it, that Shinji and Asuka might also be copyable at some point? I did, did not that, make that read. Did no, that grab you guys at all? Is this one of those things where we don't get it because it's from Japan? I wouldn't get so hung up on the children part of the name. <laughs> That's what I would say. Okay. Yeah, I I don't think I took it that way. I think it I that the way I read it was that Ray and Kaworu are are two of a kind, right? manufactured but yeah and in the sense of being manufactured okay and and i mean it is clear at least pretty quickly uh you find out that uh was sent by sele right yes he is not he's not anybody's choice but gendo seems to know that he was coming and what he was right Right, Gendo had figured it out pretty quick after he showed up, right? Right. Um, Nagisa is easier to say than Kaworu, (laughs) but uh, he mentions a lot of stuff very quickly here. Uh, Mm -hmm. He knows what he is, and he implies he knows that he's a clone, but he also implies that he knows that he's an angel. Because he calls himself... Man. Tabris. The children of Adam and the children of Lilin are what we start, or the Lilin are, the 
The <laughs> Lilin are the children of Lilith. Right. And the children of Adam are angels. Correct. He has red eyeballs. This the- means that Ray is also an angel, yes? Or at least inhabited by an angel. Uh, I don't get the impression that Ray is currently inhabited by an angel, but that she could ha- be. Right okay. At this point, anyway. Then uh, I had the weirdest deja vu of the weekend. Okay. Ode to Joy starts playing in the middle of this. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And I had just watched Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> where Ode to Joy plays a significant role in that film. Um, so that was weird. And they play the whole thing, man. All like 30 minutes of Ode to Joy. <laughs> it just, once it starts, it didn't stop. Not for the rest of the episode. And I thought that was another great, they had great musical choices for for all the problems with women in this. Um, Man. Okay. So there is... A read. So before we get into like what happens with uh, uh, we'll call him Nagisa here to be uh, he uh, the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, there is a read here where he's introduced to Shinji, right? Yes. And he and Shinji seem to get along pretty well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe the first person that Shinji gets along with whatsoever in an mm-hmm. uncomfortable way for some people, I would think. And. Yeah, so, I mean, there is a read here that pretty clearly paints Shinji as gay. And that the world he has trouble with is because no one saw that he was gay before, and this guy does. Possibly. I definitely, definitely now, got that vibe. A hundred percent. I also absolutely read it that way. However, there are people that have explicitly rejected that for other reasons. I, yeah. Which I don't, I don't think is, I think it's wrong. Like, I, you just read it and watch it, it looks like... I mean, I got that vibe extremely strong. Did you did you see that, Michael? Yeah, I think I got some of that too, and it it explains a couple of other things that kind of went on. Um, one, there is a moment between uh, Misato and Shinji, um, right early on, where she touches his hand. Yeah. Um. And I, so I, I, I did a little reading after the fact uh, on, after watching some of these episodes. And apparently that was a much more explicit scene in the original version. Um, like what her intentions were in, in that scene. So the, the translations changed, uh, and they said, like, I believe she, it, previously said like i love you and then later changed to like i like you or something like that right and similarly here with kawaru there was a scene here where they're together in the bath and he says i love you to shinji mm-hmm. and now later is ch- and in this version is changed to say i like you right and people were livid <laughs> about this change i did not like, know the, about the wider community wow. i intentionally didn't tell you about this because it would ruin like anyway a big what I thought was a big moment here. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. So, yeah, and that's why I waited to go back and read about it. And the change of words from love to like is not a small one. That is a big deal. <laughs> now, so 
I always got the vibe for the rest of the show, other than that scene where you could read it both ways between Misato and Shinji, that Misato was a substitute mother. And that was the idea, right? She was supposed to be the caretaker and mother figure. So if she had said, I love you to Shinji in a non-bedroom, I would have 100% thought that it was a mother. And the way that it was rewritten this way, apparently, I didn't know that it was rewritten, but the way that you have it or retranslated retranslated to like definitely still feels like maybe in that scene he she's touching his hand and trying to comfort him don't worry you know people like you and he says no go away you could read that that way i i could see both there um it's tough to think about asuka also and um, his relationship, Shinji's relationship with Asuka, and not wonder, oh man, in the light of the last two episodes, what all these relationships mean to him and what part of whose personality they are. Right. You wonder to, it sucks that out there are a lot of people denigrating and saying, and including, I think, some of the show's creators saying that the biblical references are not deep because one could say if Adam is the progenitor of a race of angels and gods and Kawaru is inhabited by that spirit, that angel spirit, this could be God telling Shinji that he is unconditionally loved. Which obviously Shinji's characters needs the whole show, right? Right. Well, it's sort of the the biggest tragedy here is, I mean, what what happens with you know Kawaru and like his real first real like friendship with anyone? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I had not thought of that uh, reading Andrew, but I don't I don't dislike it. I think that's a pretty good one. Uh, there's definitely a like you can connect those dots in a way. Given given the last two episodes, which we haven't talked about, that's what my return to this very important episode says to me maybe but it it's tough because you you know a lot of the people that have been out there and said no it doesn't mean anything religiously it's like i don't i don't know man like you have to do a lot of work to make it mean nothing actually you know yeah there is god i would see this is why like cutting this adding these last two episodes here is so painful because there's so much about what goes on in those that i want to relate to other things that we can't talk about in the movie you mean yeah so i I, so but we'll you know let's talk about what happens here in 24 since that is holy we see gendo with a hand eyeball yes yeah which do we, we find out what that is here? Yes, or? we do. Okay. Yes we and do. no. Yes and no. It's not explicitly uh, said. No, it is by really? yes. By who? Um, there's a there's a flash to it, uh, Seal, who Zeal. I think in conversation with Kawaru yes. tells him that oh, okay. he's inhabited by the soul, but the body resides okay. with Gendo. Gendo. All right. All yes. right. right. So, so that, these, these are the two halves Adam. of Adam. Right. Yes. So the hand is Adam, hand is and Adam. we're left to wonder, okay, well, if that's Adam, then what the heck's going on? What um, is the giant thing crucified, or right. used to be crucified, down in the uh, Ava one is confirmed to be Yui, because he's talking to it, obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, as I said earlier, uh, Lilith spawned humans and Adam spawned angels, but we also get the um, black moon versus white moon. Yes. And A thing which is completely unexplained. Yeah. It is, but my I'm guessing here, and I'm just guessing, but I think they mean the actual moon because of the way that they referenced the spear and all that sort of stuff. And the moon does not rotate. So you have the light side and the black side of the moon. Mm-hmm. So you have that dichotomy between humans and angels, light and dark, all that sort of stuff. So there's a chance here that you were, we're using the moon as a creation myth. There is absolutely a creation myth that goes on here. Yeah. That's what I can say. Okay. Uh, man. Okay. So who wants to take uh, this part? <laughs> do you want to, Michael, or do you want me? Uh, so I, I can, I can take it. Um, so, uh, Kawaru breaks into nerve, which is what we find out, you know, that he's been sent to do. And without actually doing anything than standing other than standing in front of it, he takes control of and awakens unit two. So he has that angel power to activate the Avas, right? Correct. Yes. And earlier we, we didn't talk about it, but we saw him doing tests and he could just like, he could sink perfectly with any of the Avas up and down to any degree. Right. Right. And we find out later that he can actually set his sink rate at will. Which is right. all just because he's manufactured and he's an angel. It's just the, right. that part. What sucks is, you know, I have to say this out loud right now. It sucks that they spend so much time explaining this sync rate stuff and they don't explain what it means. Because later on in these last two episodes, I finally get it with Asuka and why her sync rate is all over the place. And nowhere along the path, other than telling me it's her period, and other than saying, you know, uh, an angel can come in and sync perfectly with something, which we'll get to of why. Right. They don't... It They, they could have spent so much time making this deeper and more meaningful and more impactful for the characters rather than what they ended up doing. Anyway, uh, they just go for it here with Kawaru. Right. And... They're like, okay, Shinji, get in the robot. Go kill your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Man. What did you think? Okay, they have the conversation. It's devastating to Shinji uh, in a way that is palatable this time, unlike the Toji scenes earlier in the show. Right. Um, Again, it could be that moment of... uh, If you wanted to really think and stop and make this show symbolism this is god sacrificing himself right for the benefit of man yeah he tells him to kill him he says sacrifice me so that humanity can go on you deserve to live well because he gets there right to terminal dogma and is there to unite with adam only to discover the giant crucified thing is lilith and not adam correct sorry that is that's kind of a big deal yeah and then he's like oh well Damn it. <laughs> and then he, you know, he was like, you know, my job here is to unite with Adam and cause the third impact. Yeah. 
Uh, but I don't want it. Which he then says to Shinji, you know what? I would rather not. And you deserve to live instead. Right. Which maybe messes up somebody else's plans. We'll get to later, I guess. And <laughs> and then Shinji kills him. Uh, after the scene, what did you think of that frozen shot there? It is a real artful, artfully arranged piece there, I think. Yeah, and it I think it it was a good way of expressing the hesitation with which Shinji has approached a lot of his role in all of this. I'm glad we didn't see Shinji screaming and crying the whole time, and that we got the idea from the outside that he just sat there to think about what he had to do. Yeah. Which was take, you know, accept that Jesus, it's so easy. You can rewrite this stuff so easily, except that Jesus knew he needed to go, right? Like, there you go. Bam. There's your religious it, it, reference. Except that he's not a child of Lilith, so he's not, he wouldn't be, he's like the angels version of Jesus. I know. It's, it's not a non-perfect situation, right? This is yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, you spent... F- you spend an extra four or five hours rewriting this and you've got a very interesting recreation of creation myth and, and rapture and all that sort of stuff. I think that the problem, I mean, I agree with you that totally, it, you would totally do that. It would not be that hard. It's there. It's just not there. The thing is, is that the people writing the show didn't have the background to write that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's kind of disappointing to know that we're missing stuff because this is from Japan and the J- Japanese writers miss stuff because none of them are Christians. And I, I wonder too, how much, how much when this originally debuted, did, did people, how was this part received, right? Did people just sort of gloss over all the references? Cause it's not like now where I could just go out and L- Wikipedia who is Lilith. Right. So, you know, this came out in the, uh, 96, mid 96 i think uh on tv in japan it didn't make it to the u.s until like 97 98 um but absolutely this was a phenomenon in japan at the time this was this is extremely famous and so people were going back and watching every scene analyzing every little frame every scene every time a word flashes on screen all that stuff so it people picked it apart you know kind of like Marvel trailers. Right. Exactly. Like modern fandoms do. So, you know, and then by the time, you know, it came out in the US, like there was tons of information out there. You know what this reminds me of? At the the end of this show, I was reminded of Lost. (laughs) I had that same thought earlier. Right. Having having never watched any of Lost, but knowing how it ends. Oh, Michael. Michael. No, I think it's a fair comparison. No, not watching it, though. I, I can give you my, my thoughts on that later. Okay, fair enough. I'm just surprised. I'm surprised. Okay. We have to do the last two episodes today. Yes. Because otherwise we we're do. not going to get to the movie. And we do we have enough time to do the last two episodes? Yeah. I mean, how much do you want to talk about? They're kind of one, one big episode. Yeah. Okay, yes, they are. they're one big episode. That is true. It's one episode split into two parts, literally. Yes, they're and broken actually, down into almost two parts. One is the quote-unquote trial of each major character of the show, 
Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the compilation of those realizations into Shinji's moment at the end of the show. And that's like the two parts. And then there's maybe a metaphysical question of where are the actual people? I th- yeah. So from this stuff, do you guys kind of have any idea what instrumentality actually is? Not entirely, but I get the picture that Gendo has killed everyone. It's so I think what I piece together is that they so they they set up this idea that everybody has uh, uh, I think they describe it as a hole in their heart, um, but it is a piece of themselves that they are forever missing, which they spend their life either lamenting or running away from. And so the instrumentality project is an attempt to fix that hole by merging humankind into one great entity i guess so yeah that's the that is how i understand what instrumentality means and kind of i think these two episodes together sort of present the interiority of all these characters right we kind of just get their thoughts about what's happening here as instrumentality gets going and then kind of proceeds forward and right. then at some point we stop getting anyone else's thoughts and we just get Shinji's thoughts. Well, yeah, because it says it, it says that in the text at the beginning that it would take too long to tell everyone's story. So they're going to show you an example. And that example is Shinji. There's right. a lot of stuff in here that gets revealed. And some of it could mean some stuff that probably the movie answers and or debunks to me. But there there's some big moments here where you understand, like... If rea- if reality is real, if what we have watched up until episode 25 is actually real and has happened, right? Um, that Asuka's mother is in Ava 2. Mm-hmm. Which has never been said explicitly before, right? And that- Sure, but we had the idea who was in Ava 1, though, right? Right, we knew who was in Ava 1, but it's never- you're never told that like manufacturing the Avas requires the the souls of the parents of these children to be in them. I I mean I think that is the point of the revelation there, right? To sort Which, of show you how it- Right. With Asuka's revelation here is like, hey, by the way, she's having sync problems because her mother's crazy. And also because, you know, she can't bring herself to love her mother and the physical manifestation of her mother, the Ava, therefore. Right, therefore her sink rate starts plummeting. So there's a big – that's the – there's like big reveals here for for the show that don't mean anything because this show – I mean, I guess ends or doesn't end, we don't know. But by the end of this, we're left with the idea maybe that they're all manifestations of, of Shinji? Possibly. Did anybody um, else get that reading from this? No, I don't I don't think I got that they're all manifestations of Shinji only because they use Shinji as an example of what everyone goes through, right? And mm-hmm. and I think I took it as everyone experiences some version of exactly what Shinji went through. So if you're Asuka taking this thing on through, its face, sure. Yeah. Asuka would have gone through a similar thing in, um, you know, with Shinji probably as a part of it. 
Yeah. So but, the the like the easy read here is that these are all the versions of other people that Shinji sees, right? right it's like that's, this is Shinji's version of Asuka and Shinji's right. version of Ray. Sure. Yeah. Which yeah, and okay. then is really just Shinji because this is that's, all in his head. That's what yep. I'm trying to get to here is that we may believe that the other people in the show have gone through this, but the only trueness in these last two episodes is that Shinji has these other people that he has concocted in his head. And the, some of them are not good versions of the people that we watched in the show. Yeah, absolutely um, not. The, the connection to, and it's, I loved some of this was pretty great. Like that scene at the beginning with why did you kill him? Why did you kill him? Is that mm-hmm. why you killed him? That stuff is, is very good. And like kind of wish that it was, this type of stuff was spread out more into the show instead of two episodes at the end. But the, I wonder, what did you think of the real life photos? Like the still life black and whites from construction and Japan streets and stuff like that. What is that? Are we supposed to assume that instrumentality is bringing people into reality in a way or what? I don't get that part. I I don't know. Um, I I was probably a little confused by it seeing it the first time. Thinking about it again, I wonder if maybe it's just to reinforce the the blurring of lines of reality and you know what is real. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of took it as a there's you know these are this is the outside world is also involved in this. Um, okay. but I, there's certainly other readings here. I think that you could get if you want, there's a lot of ambiguity in what happens in both of these two episodes. If, if you want to read it various ways, I think there's very supportable arguments for what's going on here. Uh, we end with him saying he want, I want to be me. Right. And that leads back to JJ, your reading of, of, Kaworu and what does it mean to be Shinji? Is Shinji is Shinji only upset that his father doesn't love him, or is Shinji needing of acceptance from people related to the fact that he doesn't accept things about himself? Is he you know gay? Is he is he what? What is he? And it doesn't answer that question entirely, does it? What is it that he wants to be that he isn't? Or what is it that he's accepting that he isn't? Did you guys get a reading out of that? Other than what we all kind of grabbed out of that Koru scene, maybe? I It is a really... So, it, you know, as, re, as reading it as a person struggling with depression, right? It kind of is like an admission that, hey, like, I have this issue. Yes. And... It's not going to go away, but I still would rather be me than face the oblivion of the world with no lines and floating empty in space where no one can hurt me. Right. The LCL scene from earlier where he chose to come back to reality. Or I mean the scene even earlier in this episode where he's just yeah. floating in a, as a pencil sketch in a formless void. Right. Yep. And they give him, you know, they give him a line to be the ground and say, you know, he's achieved some sort of up and down, but has lost a degree of freedom. Right. Hmm. So to be to be truly free and by himself, you know, in the formless void, no one can hurt him. But, you know, at the end, he chooses to be himself despite all the other things 
that can hurt him, you know, in that reality. So our reading of him might be too deep in a way of saying whatever your issue is as Shinji, you know, it could be as general as I need to accept myself so that I'm not living a life that I shouldn't, you know, like everyone has to do on a daily basis, right? Like I have to accept my financial means so I don't buy things I shouldn't. I have to accept my personal failings on, on eating too much pizza. Like personally I do, you know, like things like that. And they even they show him an alternate reality, right? The like domestic comedy where yeah. Gendo is the father and his mother is there, and Asuka is his, you know, Masato is the teacher, and right, yeah. And they're like, "Hey, would you rather have this? We could do this." And he eventually ends up rejecting that also I in seem, order to be himself. I seem to have gotten when we hit that. That is where I seem to get lost personally on what the show was trying to say and that's where i got into thinking about well what does all this other stuff mean if the end of this show is literally just saying like do you want to live in reality or not because we don't get a hard meaning of how they got to this place where i mean other than assuming that gendo killed them which is a scene that we see very early on in the instrumentality episodes yeah, Mis- misato and ritsuko just shot right. on the floor Assuming mm-hmm. he killed Kaji as well earlier, um, you know, he maybe he's just there going are around murdering everyone. F- there are a few cuts of stuff happening, right? Like you see, like Ava two at the bottom of a lake at one point. You see, like yeah, those pictures of Masato and Ritsuko dead. So there's like hints that stuff is happening outside, right? But we don't really see any of that. We just sort of see the yeah. interior. Here. So we lose a little bit of the storytelling here for the cool factor of like, ooh, look at this alternate reality. And I we start to lose the thread of like, what are, are they in a machine? Are they dead? Are they what? Like what? It's great to wonder what the instrumentality stuff means and what the metaphysics of this show means, if it means something. But Beyond saying, okay, cool, you went into a machine and now you accept yourself. What does what what does it mean to have been in these two episodes? And that's where I started to lose the thread is when, oh, well, what about this alternate reality? It's like, well, wait, hold on. Are we actually talking like reality is being ripped apart by some sort of impact around them? The instrumentality project has taken their souls out. We've seen before that the LCL, you can return to the womb essentially right like because mm-hmm. there's a there's a reading of that where it, the ava is his mother um some of tough. these questions are why i wish we had watched the movie i see okay, okay. well that's good that we're talking it out now and then we'll get some cool answers but, uh, for the next episode uh, but i but unfortunately for you i don't think all of them are oh, but no. i can't tell you which ones uh, <laughs> doing some stuff but it is a you know i so imagine, right, these episodes come out here in uh, – I'm looking at a wiki uh, – April 96. Okay. Okay. That is – this is the text of the show. The show is done. Did they know there was a movie coming? No. Ooh. Was a movie also, coming at the time? I don't think so. Oh. And the movie comes out in late 97. So there's a whole year and change in between these two where this is the show. Like there's nothing else here. Uh, I can un- I can understand how that there must have been some furious debate over exactly what was going on then. 
And I believe the fan community was enraged at the ending. Hmm. Oh, they were at just, the time, really? Because now those episodes yeah. seem to be critically quite popular. Uh, yes, and they are very critically uh, popular. Like sp- specifically, twenty six and I think twenty four are some of the most well liked anime episodes. Period. Twenty four is a fantastic episode um, for its on its merits. If you take By, out, you know, you know all the Christian stuff that you could try to read into it, on its merits is a good episode of anime. So it's all the good parts of anime. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And, and you know, 26 is very feels like a uh maybe like a uh, first introduction to experimental filmmaking. <laughs> and like a a guy who watched his first David Cage movie or something. Mm-hmm. Or uh, not David Cage, sorry. Um Oh my gosh, oh, I'm spacing so bad. The Twin Peaks guy. Which one? The uh um oh my god. Uh Are you talking about the director? David Lynch. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. I was like, I yeah. lost the thread of what you were trying to say. Sorry. I was talking about, I don't know why I said David Cage. Uh, David Lynch. It's like He watched his first Lynch movie and was like, oh, I can do this crazy stuff. Well, and was like, here we go. Did he have the hair uh, for it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I haven't seen the creator's hair. I don't know if he's, he's viable there. Um, <laughs> but, you know, for sure it is a, it is a wild piece of, what was his theory like, you know, over-the-air television in the late 90s? That's fantastic. Yeah. So, wow. I, you know, I think, yeah, I, there is no answer here for most of this stuff, in my opinion, and, you know, sort of the wider internet. I think there's like 500 different ways you can read a lot of this. Are we are we constrained by not having read the manga? I know we've missed some stuff because we haven't done the movie yet. I don't know what happens in the manga. I've never read it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, we maybe to close it out, we should do a favorite moment from these twenty six episodes. Does anybody have one that sticks out to you? Uh, I will say that I really like some of those middle episodes where you get the the children in the Avas doing the robot stuff. Uh, that. I, that episode where uh, Asuka dives into the magma was one of my favorites. Um, yeah. And then, of course, also 24 for a whole bunch of reasons. I have to say, going back with knowledge from the end of the show, especially from episode 24, where um, Ray seems to realize or at least let on that she knows she's an angel with Lilith inside her, right? Um which explains why the Lilith body never does anything, maybe. Because in 24, they say, you know, there's another AT field down there with Kaworu, and it's not Ava 1. Um, we get the idea that it's Ray because she's standing there watching the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think it it's, makes her suicide in the earlier episodes much more impactful to me. Because I, I wonder about, like, whether or not, and it might be me reading stuff into the show or whatever, but whether her possession by Lilith means that, like, hey, I'm willing to sacrifice myself over and over again to keep you guys alive. That's pretty cool, I think. 
And it was a good scene. Like, aside from all that, it was a very good scene because you finally gotten to care about her a little bit, even though she's kind of a snob most of the time. Um, and she's ready to just go for it. And it's pretty cool. I don't know. That's maybe one that stands out to me. Maybe because it's later in the show, but Michael? Um, can I say Ava DDR? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, <laughs> dude. That was, I mean, that, double, was, that was just a great double a great dancing Avas scene. was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I really liked, um, I really liked episode, uh, 21, one of the ones we just talked about, where you, you finally get a lot of the pieces filled in about what's, why, what is going on is going on. Right. Knowing right. stuff right. from the ends of these and going back and watching the series again gives you a different perspective on a lot of the stuff for sure. I bet. I'm sure it does. Which one would assume because it was a manga first, right? Or was it not? Not clear to me. I don't know. Maybe it's not a manga first. Let's find that. If you know whether it was a manga first, since we don't do research, I mean, we tried to do a little research because we didn't, we wanted to like talk about the show <laughs> although we're never going to be experts on this kind of thing <laughs> uh let us know uh where, where would they let us know jj uh that's podcast at we were gamers.com all right it's not anime at we were gamers.com we don't have that no there's uh you know also our facebook uh at we were gamers instagram we were gamers uh you know we were gamers on youtube like subscribe all that stuff nice We'll do the movie next. Yes. I think we have to at this yeah. point. The There's... end of Evangelion. Okay. That's what's up next. And we'll, we'll look up a few of these answers maybe before next time. No yeah. promises. <laughs> <laughs> if there are answers. The truth is out there. Ooh. We don't have time to do an X-Files rewatch. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. Oh. We got to do Star Wars. score yeah. not usual for you yeah uh i made every wrong choice and i started a guy who got zero and then it all just went downhill my defense got me negative one yeah i still I, don't believe i don't understand <sighs> there's no better really way to do defenses if they especially are especially bad because you should punish people for picking bad ones but negative points right. always feel so bad so the yeah, especially and like when, I can't even claim that they didn't do anything because they also had a fumble recovery and a sack. Yeah, I've had games where you have like four sacks, and you're like, okay, well they did the things they're supposed to do. Their offense just fumbled the ball away four times, and then they lost, you know, by thirty-seven to ten. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've played in leagues where you can't go below zero. I've literally which... had a defense go negative because the other team scored two interception touchdown touchdowns. Yeah, and yeah, like, I've how, I've had it happen to me too. How was that on the yeah. defense? Yeah, it, it just sucks. Like any points are suddenly the defense's fault when like they may not have been on the field except for the play where the other team ran it into the end zone. Unlike yeah. kickers, where you could probably remove them and do okay in terms of making the league still even. I think you have to keep defenses, but I wish. Dude, kickers are so so many points for some of them though like literally there are some kickers who are like 15 to 20 points a week i know yeah but it's and not there always are some that are like consistent though do i don't know some teams 
<laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, we're my headphones were all twisted. Man, don't get it you twisted. Sound, you sound good. Yeah, um, of course. I love that OBS updated without my permission, um, but you know it seems to be okay. Twenty three point two point one. Yeah. See, now I'm on twenty four oh one. Oh, I you're know. on that twenty four oh life. That's scary. I I didn't want to be here, but it just opened and it was like updating. I was like, wait, who asked for this? And then it just <laughs> just did it. <laughs>